All right, episode six, two dads, one dut. We are actually getting this content made and put out to you in the universe to listen to. Uh, this week, we actually start off with football and our mortal locks uh, just because of the way it flows. And I'm honestly not that good at editing this shit. So if you don't like football, fuck you. If you don't chew Big Red, fuck you. But just please fast forward and keep listening. Please like, subscribe. Skur goes on a rant about shutting down why defensive players shouldn't ever win MVP, and it just goes into Skur being Skur and kind of borderline always depressing. Um, fade me any way you can. Betting with fake money, though, honestly, is awesome because you never lose. You just feel like a winner even when you lose. Uh, we do a little housekeeping on Coney Island Pies, which if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, listen to episode five before you listen to episode six. It just makes sense. Uh, after that, we are going to discuss minimalism and not needing shit, but also very aware that what we're using to do this uh, is just first world props. Uh, social media and its saturation, hashtagging things to death, really just taking a deep dive in on how social media at its core was made to be something great and per usual America and people in general just fucked it all to hell. Uh, we then go in to kind of a rabbit hole of changing any movie ending and have a lot of fun with that. The top three of something, I actually forget what we picked, um, but stay tuned because it probably was good. Uh, and then the hot take of the week is actually Skurs. So he, his hot take is Ted Mosby sucks. I doubled down on his hot take, and I think Ross fucking sucks. So without further ado, episode six, two dads, one dute, the Hot Takes Podcast. Did I write that down yet? Boom. It's on. Going. Live. Mic check, mic check. One, two. Back. Boys. All right, everybody, welcome back. <laughs> episode six, two dads, one dut, the Hot Takes Podcast. It's it, Tuesday night. It is episode six. Seven? I have a maybe? folder. There's <laughs> there's a maybe in there somewhere, yeah. But we're we're here, we're, we're cruising along. We've actually been on course for the past... Four almost, weeks, maybe? Yeah, it's a know? record. That's a record. Speaking of records, Trav, let's recap uh, the Mortal Locks. <laughs> yeah, so I am actually really good at picking losers. So all of those degenerates out there, you would want to do a thing called Fade Your Boy, and you are going to be in the rake and in the dough. You're going to be rich as balls. Who was your pick last week? Mm, I honestly don't even remember. That's how bad it was. Who was it? I don't know. See, because Skur erased him already, so I can't fucking... I, I thought you'd remember the, your pick. I'm sorry. It was the Chargers, my man. Oh, it was. Yeah, dude. Yeah, close game. Chargers. Close game there. <laughs> Lost a few shekels on that. I'm going to guess the Chargers were in a ton of teasers and Moneyline parlays, so you, oh, you yeah. were not the only one that I probably know. lost money I've seen on a lot of people had the Ravens because they were just the favorite, so everybody bought the favorite. The favorites for the afternoon slate, the noon slate, or 1 o'clock slate, all won, all covered the spread. Yeah, which was really weird to see because a lot of those really big parlays were like just, again, yeah, everybody could blindly just pick the the favorites, yeah, and it was like you're going to win a ton of money. Yeah, and if you did that all the way up to the Cardinals game, I think even though they are the better team, Kyler Murray, Dark Horse MVP, he's about to be, I guess he's the front runner now. Suck at Josh Allen. Told you, dude, that. So, no, because the defensive people should get more credit, and at this point, fucking – they, more credit Diggs. than they do. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. And actually fucking TJ Watt. Holy yeah. fucking Jesus. Well, here's the thing. He drinks his milk. TJ Watt did it against Geno Smith. 
He wasn't stopping to run. Number one he pick, Geno Smith, he former I mean, he New was York not Jet the number G- one pick. Top five. He was some team's number one pick. Yeah, he, he was. was. The Jets number one. I said it. Yeah. I said <laughs> that checks out. I don't even know yeah. if that's true or not. Can we get on to you on that? Yeah, he was. I think he might have been like a second round. Yeah, I don't. But know. he became. The I don't know that he was a first round pick. Yeah. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. But back to TJ Watt. Yeah, Iowa he's fifteen really good. update really good. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, TJ Watt's really good. I mean, at sacking, I guess, because Alex Collins came back and just blew that line away. And he just punches and you people. Who which Alex is wild. Collins is? He's good. He's a running bell cow. <laughs> Chris Carson, who don't need him, don't want him. Give me AC. It doesn't matter. A defensive player is not going to win the MVP. It's just not going to happen. You're always such a pessimist. Or um, a realist. It happens every year. There's a guy who has five sacks in the first four games. Like, he needs to be in the discussion. Chandler Jones had five in one game. I'm just giving you an example. And sure enough, through the first four to six weeks, there's always a defensive player that they're like, we need to consider this guy for MVP. And then come week 10, we're like, yep, it's a quarterback. Speaking of that, is there another sport like football where – you think you know, and then week in and week out, you just completely get bamboozled. Are you in terms of like gambling or just who you think the best team in the sport just is? Just who you think's good. Like the player? Like who you think's MVP? Organization. Well, I think this year, a lot of like what team is like good that you're like, didn't see that coming? Arizona, even though I picked them as my dark horse. Right, multiple times you were talking about Arizona and Kyle Murray. Because um, I think like if you I go mean, down the NFC and the AFC, West, didn't we? I think so. I picked the Rams, but oh yeah. <laughs> actually, I think we all picked the Rams. Yeah, that actually might change. But I think if you went down the line and you're like the top eight teams in the NFL, it's probably the same teams that have been there the last two, three, four years. No, because last year again we talked about Tampa Bay was like seven and five or seven and six. Nobody was like <laughs> Super Bowl bound, seventh ring bound. Everybody, Everybody said Tampa Everybody was going was. to the Super Bowl. Last year? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> they were like the this favorite. is why he prints money the out there, ladies and gentlemen. He is one in three for a reason against the spread. I know my football. Just know that. With that being said, St. Louis, St. Louis minus 14 and a half. Couldn't be a bigger lock. Fade. Fade it so hard. <laughs> the Lions are absolute dog water. They are so bad. They're due. They <laughs> no, due. Dan Campbell is due. For another cry, and that's Buddy, about I'm it. I'm not saying the Lions are going to win. I'm saying the Lions aren't going to lose by 15. And guess what? That's what everybody said about Houston and all the other double-digit point teams last week, and all of them fucking lost. Why didn't you take any of them? I did. <laughs> not the right one. Well, I know, but uh, <laughs> betting in this is different, my guy. These are mortal locks. <laughs> the bets are a gamble. <laughs> this is make-believe money? Yeah. <laughs> that's real money. Yeah, I damn near basically win every week by doing this. It's awesome. Because I don't lose. I just Sure. Yeah, I just lose on the board. And that's <laughs> it. Pocket stays uh, full. So it's the only board I want to win on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Who'd you pick, pussy? Uh, I took the Thursday night game. The Browns minus three. We usually don't allow Thursday night picks, but I guess this week we'll allow it. When they win, they win. When they lose, they lose. They're, they're not going to win. I love them too much to pick them because I want to. Short week. Shit pumped by the Cardinals and just falling apart. I don't know who their backup quarterback is, but he may get Case on the field. Case Keenum. Oh, done. Sign him. Like it even Extension. more. 
franchise tag. The Broncos. It's a lot. They're I terrible. was also going to pick the Cleveland. Teddy Skirt two. Went first. Teddy two gloves. Yeah, dude. Teddy's. I like Teddy. I think he's nice. Their defense is only good when they play shit teams. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So after starting three and zero, oh, what are they now? Three and three. Suck it. A lot, of, a lot of game left. A lot of game left. A lot of game left. I think the second week I said something like that. He's going to hang in there against teams that he should hang around with, but when they're not, he gets beat bad. Yeah. Teddy, two gloves. Cleveland plays to their opponent's potential literally every week. Except for last week. Last week was the first one on the, on the slate where they were just absolutely dominated. And that's because Arizona is goaded. Yeah. They are really good. Kyler Murray is the person that you create on Madden to be a quarterback and like emulate Michael Vick except somebody forgot to adjust his height but even then he's still just really good throwing power 99 throwing accuracy 95 speed 91 I don't know if his speed's a 91 I also don't know if his throwing power is a 95 <laughs> he throws a nice ball it spirals I mean he throws a nice ball yeah it's sexy but I don't know if his power I think it's wearing there. down oh my god you're such a I told you pessimist about everything or is it real you just everything. No, you did want. you see the end of the San Francisco game? That looks game? awesome. <laughs> no, it sucks. You mean the game they won? Yeah, and he could barely get the ball down the field at, in the fourth quarter. Did he need to? He underthrew DeAndre Hopkins on two would have been touchdowns. Sticky on hands Sunday of all time. Just saying. He's got sticky hands. He's a very good catcher of the football. Yeah. One of the best. He picked a right, right. He picked the right position to play. Checks out. Good for him. Yeah. Dad, who do you got? Uh, I'm riding the train. King Henry, crown him. He it's is. Tennessee plus five and a half at home against Swiss cheese defense. Wait, the it's Kansas at Tennessee? City Chiefs? Oh, yeah, bud. I didn't know that. Man, Patrick. Lock it up. <laughs> he oh, really, yeah, uh, man. man. They just Here's love what I him. think. God. He's going to run. Chiefs can't stop anybody. No. Sorson's getting burned. And now you got A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. What happened? Like, what transitional period season happened to where – was it when they had Jeff? No, Jeff Fisher went to the Rams before he just like fizzled yeah. out. They had somebody, and then right after that person left, they were like, "Oh, we have Derrick Henry. This guy's a freak of fucking nature. Like, there's just no way he could be bad." But he was bad his first season. Am I correct? I wouldn't say he was bad. I say they he like kept, split carries. They kept trying to do the uh, thunder lightning with like Deion Lewis. Yeah. So it's like just give this fucking big shit. They're like, "Oh, the Deion Lewis is a good third down back." When in theory, Derrick Henry can catch and run and do everything. When in theory, just throw it to a slot receiver. Yeah. Well, I think that was also some of it, too. Before they had Tannehill, I don't think they had much of a passing threat. No. So, like, there was a lot Marcus of overloaded bucket, boxes. Marcus Mariota's trash. Yeah, exactly. You loved so, him. And he turned out to be trash. It happens. happens. Weird how when something doesn't go right for you, it's very uh, admissible. It's very, uh, let's just look over it. You know, we'll, we'll go left and everybody go right. Do we have a lot of Mariota takes where like I'm like, man, really got that one wrong. We don't have a lot of episodes. Hopefully we do have some <laughs> Mariota takes in the future because I can't wait to shit on them because they were bad. But the difference is... I mean, is, he started out good, to be fair. Did he? Yes. He was the guy that would like throw for 200, barely rush for 50, and maybe have a touchdown and people would be like, oh, I'm starting to see it. Actually, he threw for like 300 and rushed for like 70 and have three touchdowns. Not all the time. Buddy, in fantasy, he was a dominator his first year. It was crazy. What I would give to have an IT person because there's no way that's factual. So you're saying throwing for 200, running for like 70, and a touchdown? 
It's like the argument we would always have where you claim that Colin Kaepernick was never good. I was just going to say, it sounds like Kaepernick but without he, the great defense. Yes, but he literally would throw for 250-plus, rush for 75-plus, two-plus tutties. Yeah, and he did it for a season, and then what happened? Carson Wentz did it for 11 games, and people are still sucking his redheaded dick. Thank you. Mic yeah. drop. You think Carson Wentz, when he was on his MVP season, was throwing for 200 yards a game? I said 250-plus, which means you can go above. I think there's consistently a, there's a big difference well. between 250 plus and like I'm throwing for over 300 uh, yards yeah, a game. Yeah, Carson Wentz was throwing 150 plus. <laughs> I said the plus. <laughs> 50 plus. Anything <laughs> over it. I said the plus. 50 plus. 50 plus. Anyways, you, I said. Anyways, I said. Tennessee plus five and a half. More to lock. Lock it in. Daddy's three and one. All yeah, right. Dud is actually the uh, clear and concise favorite right now. Skur is very far behind at two one and one, and I'm right on his heels at one and three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I can taste them. Our locks. Yeah. So, uh, real quick. Yeah. Couple things. Uh, little rant here. Go ahead. I was sent a tweet today um, from none other than the other dad on this podcast. Ah, dun, dun dun. That would be me because <laughs> that leaves Dut. <laughs> Which basically said that most players on injured reserve, Ravens at sixteen, their records five and one. The Lions have 14. They're 0-6. With the caption saying, John Harbaugh is a good football coach. Sounds like it. I don't think you need to compare yourself to the Lions to say that John Harbaugh is a good football coach. And the reason with that statement doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I looked it up. The Ravens' preseason depth chart roster of their, 53. Of their 16 people that are on injured reserve right now, Two of them were on offense. They were the two running backs. And we all know in the NFL, the running back is the most overrated position that you can have. Do Unless we, you're Derrick Henry. Yeah, do we all know it or do just certain teams know it, but teams that have Derrick Henry, Zeke, people of that stature and that nature, they're actually okay with being very just regular rated. No, I, I think it's just Derrick Henry. Yeah, a category yeah if, if Zeke's not on the Cowboys right now, they're the same team. No way. Yeah. Feed Zeke. Uh, anyways, shirts. back to what I was saying. Wasn't it like after week three that they were like, Tony Pollard should start? 100%. Because yes. it's the classic. He has one good game. Matt Berry tweets out that he's the next fantasy goddess, and people just lose their dicks. Anyways. He he's not. So there are two other offensive players that are on IR was their fourth string tight end and their third string guard. That was all from their offense. It's all about depth. Their offense right now is the fifth rated offense in the NFL in terms of yards and points. On defense, they're missing Marcus Peters, who is their starting corner. Go That's ahead. a big miss there. Yeah. That's it from their starting defensive roster. They're missing a fourth string left corner, a fourth string right corner, a left tackle who was not on the depth chart to start the season, who plays a on nose defense, tackle I guess. to not start on the season, two inside linebackers, and then L.J. Fort, who is actually their second string inside backer. So good for him. The Lions aren't a good football team in general. Of their 14 players Correct. on IR, seven of them are starters, including three wide receivers, one being Tyrell Williams, the only free agent pickup that we had on the offensive side of the ball. Get more money. Frank Ragnar, our starting center. Taylor Deckard, our left tackle. And I say we're because I'm a Lions fan, as bad as that sounds. 
Uh, Jeff Akuda, stud. Ohio State. Overrated. Sweet pick there, guys. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then our starting inside linebacker. So the fact that you're going to say that they have these guys on IR Mm -hmm. when 13 of their 16 don't matter to them. Let it be noted, I did not say this. I was merely a messenger. That being said, and then I text you, and then I text you back, and you're just like, "Oh no, that's completely true." Not to mention the best part of this, they have Lamar Jackson, who is a former MVP of the league. He's not a quarterback. Uh, No, so I don't know if you've ever played football. I did for two weeks in high school, two a days. Maybe you've heard of him. Next man up, buddy. Figure it out. That's fine. And it sounds like it's not fine if you you guys are zero and six. If you're saying. Your next man up, but you have your starters. So the Ravens' next man is still on oh, the bench. I'm sorry again. But they have the fourth strings gone. We're not playing Madden. I don't have the fatigue turned off. Somebody needs a break every now and then. Sorry. Yeah. And if you're missing your fourth string, then you still have your second and third string to play. Next but man up. But if you're missing your first string, that's kind of a big deal. Sounds like your so team. So then it's next man up. No. Yeah. S- sounds so like then it's next man up. Your team overall is getting better value wise because you're seeing more playing time. You're understanding the game more. I rest my case. No. Your team overall is getting better by this happening. Not even close. But so here's you're saying John Harbaugh is the best coach in the league because he has the most people on IR, no. but he has the best record? Kevin Stefanski is. Anyways. No, the best part about this, if, you're, if that doesn't even sell you on it. Cleveland. And I get it. Sometimes the ball bounces your way and sometimes it doesn't. But if we look at the Ravens so far this year, they were down 14 points in the fourth quarter to the Chiefs. If... Clyde Edwards-Hilaire doesn't fumble, which is his first fumble as a professional. Chiefs win that game. The How Ra- do you know? Because they were to kick a field goal and won the game. You didn't use your Back to the Future card last week I didn't. to go there, so you wouldn't know. Uh, another game that the Ravens you can't played. the past. We went through that. Against the Lions. Oh, you could. No, you just get to go there. Yeah, it took a record-setting kick by Justin Tucker just to beat the Lions. Oh, I'm sorry, the best kicker in the NFL, arguably in the history of the NFL? Not to mention on that final drive, they had a 4th and 17 that they converted. Play clock ran out, too. And then last week against the Colts, they were down 16 in the fourth quarter. Calais Campbell blocks a 35-yard field goal, which has never happened to that kicker in his career. So if we swap those out with the two games that the Lions have had walk-off kicks beat them, we literally have the same record at 2-4. Two and, th- two and four. If we're going back Shocker. to the Lions game, Hollywood Brown did drop three touchdown passes. Yeah. For sure, three touchdown passes. And it's just one if of those. If you're gonna for sure Clyde Edwards Alaire doesn't fumble, the Chiefs win, then you gotta for sure yeah. Hollywood Brown three touchdowns. It's a blowout. Justin Tucker can save the leg. Yeah. It's one of those I get it, you're a diehard, what the fuck ever, suck off a lion, I don't care. But they're bad. I'm not saying they're not. But yeah. my point is But you're is, gonna try and find every excuse under the goddamn sun. No, it's like you don't have to include the Lions in that tweet to make it sound like John Harbaugh's a good coach. You're you're just saying this team has all these players on IR, they're five and one. This team has all these players on IR and they're 0 and six. Buddy, it's just that's the society we live in. It's called clickbait. Nobody wants to go to the substance. Nobody wants to dig right. the deep. Nobody looks into it. They just it. want to say this and, to this. And guess what? It looks bad. It's bad Working look. fruits, yeah, but they're apples to oranges. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. They're both, both fruits. Fr- they're both no, fruits. they're both fruits. Yes, they're both, they're fruits. both fruits. Both football teams, bud. Regardless. Uh, the other thing, real quick, a little housekeeping. Oh, my God. Uh, from last week's pod when we talked about food. Yeah. Uh, two things to clear up about the old Coney Island pies. One, <laughs> yes. they are purchased by uh, the Wayndale Bakery, and they do it literally every morning, and they sell out every day. 
Nice. Then what the fuck was in the cabinets when we were there? Are they, just are they fake ones? Just old pies, man. And then I got the uh, inside scoop on the old uh, jar or pot that you're the saying. Yeah, it's at least 65 years old. Hell yeah. That's flavor, baby. And see, how old is the grill top? Next week. We'll find that out next week. But you That's would, flavor sealed you would always ostracize me when I leave my flavor saver and my coffee and all the other stuff. So why is it any different? You're just dirty. That's why. Sounds like so is Coney Island, and we love it for I'm them. not disputing that. <laughs> and we love them for it. Why can't you just accept me? Accept me like you accept Coney Island. Buddy, it's like an old cast iron skillet. Food like it literally it's makes just, the flavor in it. Yes. In it. It's so porous, it's in it. It's seeped in there. Yeah. Same That's with my flavor. eggs. Like Same you with leaving, my bacon. You leaving your cooking board out every day doesn't do Seasoning anything. Seasoning of the tomatoes. Seasoning You're not of the, sealing in the flavor of the bell peppers. There's something, there's something sealed in there, I can tell you, because it's pretty stained. Well, Anyways. guess what? Not yeah. anymore. Got yeah. cleaned. Anyways. Shout out to uh, Maids, <laughs> <laughs> Minute Maid Service, sponsored by From Sweetwater. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> well, there's your football for this week. Yeah, football's tight. Football's still still here, still relevant. AJ's on TV. So good. Brewers Pub commercial. The leading sponsor of this podcast. Everybody, well, come to Brewers Pub, located on Lake Avenue, where everyone is an MVP. MVP, and Oli's Pizza is right in front of it. We don't do uh, that. Special this week <laughs> would be uh, five bush lights and a large pizza, twenty dollars. <laughs> Come on down. $20 make you holler. Maybe substitute the bush for BLs, but that's for another day. Uh, no, so the first thing, first topic of hand, at hand, tech stuff versus minimalism. And it all kind of spawns for me from, like I said, the book I was reading where he just talks about there's so much shit that we have at our fingertips that we can consume. And it's just kind of annoying sometimes at the end of the day. And best way to like give you an example of it is wake up every day pair my phone to my fucking bluetooth speaker bang out some in sync merry christmas happy holidays you'll hear about that later and just go about my business however if i lost my speaker in a fire i would be upset but i would be able to move on from it you know what i mean like i know i don't need it to survive Right, but I like as he speaks into a microphone of three at his house with three headsets, apartment <laughs> with said speaker playing in the background. Yeah, but again, I mean, it's great. And the with, mixing board, yeah. that we have. <laughs> it's great when this stuff works. Don't get me wrong, but I've come to grips with the fact that I do not need it. So Says the guy who was about to die on the hill to start said podcast. Yeah, and it's still trying to die because I don't know if these guys are in it all the way yet, but we'll figure oh, it out. Oh, we're in it, baby. We're in it. We're here. So I, I guess I don't understand what you're trying to say. So you're saying you are okay without anything and you just realize that? I think we would be better off without it. Without everything. Because yeah. obviously technology, medical advances, we need those. Do we? Like are Do we, we? Sca- as I say, like, are, are we scaling back to, like, everything back to like Western medicine? Our immune system should be able to counteract anything. It's got to face it to know it. Do you get vax? I well, I had to because of my did you cu- cubicle mate? Did you? Was protecting his family. Uh huh. I was doing a selfless good deed. Anyways, you wouldn't know about those. I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, but okay. I guess to try and like reel it in more. It's to me. Oh, okay. Now I know where we're going with this. Okay, this is all gonna, right. Yeah, here it's we good. Go. Yes, we're on. We I, found it. <laughs> yeah, we found it. 
So again, social media, big one, obviously, arguably one of the biggest things. Trash. I do find it very funny and ironic that essentially, like anything else, we just saturate the living shit out of a market, a la social media. A la podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> smash that, smash like that like button. On all platforms. Log into anything. Listen to it any way possible. Very soon. <laughs> and, but it's the same content. Like, literally, I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, I don't want to download TikTok. Totally agree with that. Don't want it. Don't need it. Because if it's goaded enough for TikTok, it's going to make its way onto the other ones inevitably at some point. And it's, that just kind of proves the point of like, why do we need so fucking many? Because at some point, your, your whole day will just consist of trying to catch up on every single one. I mean, I think that's why they have the crossover. So like, if you don't download TikTok, it's on your Facebook. It's on your Instagram. So whichever platform you use, so Travis, you use Instagram. Love it. Don't have Facebook, don't have TikTok, but yet you know what the TikToks are. So you right. don't have to download each one because you already have that platform set in your feed or timeline or whatever it is. I just think there's something to be said about like, why do we need to consume the same thing six different ways? Like if I want to see agree. a yeah. funny video of like, a kid farting into a bucket and then he holds it and then puts the fart into one of his buddy's faces. I don't need to see that on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok if I had it. It's like I see it once, I laugh hysterically. It becomes less and less funny, obviously. The more times I watch it, it's still giggle. But like it almost loses its luster if I would just see it everywhere. I mean, but that's just everybody sharing it. Yeah. Just because you see it doesn't mean I saw it. Which then gets me into my next point, branch. Hold on one second. Before okay, you, go ahead. Before you do that. No, because it ties into that. So okay. I, I'm i not going to lie. I'm 38 years old. I'm on Twitter not even regularly. And then I think I follow like 10 people on Snapchat. Yeah. So Top eight. do you think the majority of the people are what you just said shouldn't be? Like they have every single one of these apps? Or do you think most people have their two and three like, and that's it? So that's where I was going to go with the next branch. So we're branching together to, to touching. Um, to me, it gets weird. And it's definitely more of me having my own, like, what do you want, biased, like, thoughts about it. But it's the people that inevitably have all of them. And then when you want to post something, you think you're the only person on the planet that's like, dude, this Drake lyric, there's no way I post this. And nobody else uses these lyrics. Like, that's just, that's incredible. Like, it's just, this is going to be one of one. And it's like, no, it's actually one of two billion. And then to go even further into the rabbit hole, you follow it with 57 hashtags. Because God forbid, you. I post a picture of you. We'll say it's you, wife and two kids, you're up at the lake. It's like, hashtag family, hashtag water, hashtag boats, hashtag lake season, hashtag jet skis, hashtag hot dogs, hashtag glizzies, hashtag family time, hashtag fun time, hashtag who's getting Sunday scaries, hashtag not me. Climax out at 55 hashtags. Well, yeah, but 57. hashtag, you put all those hashtags so you get your viewership up. The more views you get, you can get monetized for your pictures. You get paid for your content. And that's where I was going to go with it again. So we're all branching each other. This is sick. I would want branches. you to put 50 hashtags on this podcast. Daddy's trying to collect a Chizak. Yeah, but I want to collect a big Chizak. Yeah, so, so it's you got to get no, 
all the viewers. Because we don't know what we have yet. Literally. Because nobody does. Because they exactly. can't listen it's a, to it's it. It's a well-kept hashtag secret. Hot tags, hashtag hot tags. Hashtag hot Yeah, no, it's one of those things where it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's the VIG. It's the price of poker. It's whatever unfortunate but, analogy you want to use because if you want to try to make it unfortunately in today's world you have to have a presence you have to do the annoying hashtags like that was saying but or that's my point we don't you do no go against trust the me i'm the one that it would let's do it would want to fight it more Hold and the more line. and more but let's riot again if we're just three guys sitting around want, having a podcast once a week because it's fun absolutely that's how you do it but like he said if you want to actually get it out there, you're going to have to create multiple emails for the pod. You're going to have to put it on four or five different platforms. You're going to have to check hashtag that two dads, one duck. Hashtag two girls, one cup. Hashtag have you seen that video? Hashtag that video is gross. Hashtag poop. Hashtag cup. Hashtag guys. Hashtag dads. We don't associate no, with that. No, I just, I mean, I agree with it to some extent because uh, in my field, like I don't put out my work. Yeah. And I need to. Because I need to get a more of a presence out there. But it's cool that you let it speak for yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But yeah. then there's people in the Does shop. Does his pocketbook feel like it's names, cool? Yeah. But then there's other people <laughs> in the shop that do do that, and then they have a steady clientele built up, and then they still get referrals from said pictures. Oh, for sure. I think there's a way that it can be done right. And don't get me wrong, I will totally admit to the fact that when I say that, a part of my pie is coming from people that just absolutely annoy the living bejesus out of me. And they do it to an, to just no end. It's like, again, it would be me going down to the coffee shop below me, taking a picture of it and being like, hashtag coffee, hashtag local, hashtag I drink this, hashtag diesel fuel, hashtag black coffee, hashtag venti, hashtag latte, hashtag see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's annoying as fuck. It's stupid. Yeah, but then you get all those people that are searching a category that wouldn't necessarily stumble across your picture that then click on that hashtag and then your picture's in those said hashtags. I just felt another branch. So then there's that other part of me where I get why you would want other people unbeknownst to you to find you. I mean, following you are the posting viewership. the picture on social media. Yes. So why don't you want people to look at it? I do, but I also want to know those people and I want those people to know me because I think social media was created for a very good purpose, but ultimately it has been completely tarnished per everything else in yeah, this fucking world. Baby. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, let's fucking take it back. You can't take it back. Let's take it's it back. It's off the rails. Yeah, let's it's take it back. So you want to take capitalism back by limiting the way people make money? Social media back, bitch. Let's take it back. Well, social media is only out there for one reason now. Personal profit. That's it. But what if we take it back? You, We can't. You can't. We it's can. It's we literally rails. can. It's off the rails. All right, let's strike. Nothing. Strike. Delete all your social media. Motherfucker, that's not what I'm saying. You're not listening to me. No more sunglasses. Right. <laughs> My favorite filter, but see, you don't you don't listen when I talk sometimes. No, I get it. Really frustrates. You just you want you want social media to be the best part of what it could be, even though it will never. What it was meant to be. Yeah. Right, and and that's gone. It's not gone. It's still there. It still exists. People just have tarnished the living. It's like pissing into the sink or the wind or whatever the saying is. Like it was there. It was fine, but then somebody just pissed in it and continually pissed in it. Okay, so if I and told you nobody's cut it off that, hey, all I want you to no. do is watch this show, and I'm going to pay you for it every time you watch it. And then all of a sudden, I stopped paying you for it. Are you going to be like, well, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, I used to get paid to it. Now I don't. What show is it? It doesn't matter. 
Doesn't mean. Like, that's what you're asking people to do. Am I watching How I Met Your Mother? Am I watching Friday Night Lights? What am I watching? We don't own the rights to those shows. Yeah. <laughs> right. At all. But you get what I'm saying. Like, there are things. But do you get what Skur is saying? Yes. There's money to be made, and you're potentially missing out by not doing all these fucking barnacle ash things that are attached to social but media. Barnacle? But he's saying if you get paid to post on Instagram and then you don't, why would you want to go back to just posting on Instagram? Because that's what it is at its core. As at its core, yes. The essence of social media is literally so I can post something and people that I deem to care about or that I want to see my shit see it. Yeah. And now they can be like, oh, well, I live in Chicago or, oh, I live halfway across the world, but now I'm still involved with Travis in some fashion to where I feel connected or I have something to talk about if I run into that person. And people are almost, ironically enough, afraid of that idea of like, I don't see Dutt for, we'll say a year, for example, but I see all of his Facebook and all of his Instagram posts. I can still talk to him about that. Like, that's okay. And people are like, I don't know. I saw it on social media. Should I bring it up? Yeah. Why do you think I posted it? To be social. Media. <laughs> I just think, buddy, Fuck. you're fighting an uphill battle. This is... Sounds like you're not helping me. Well, it's way bigger than social media, man. You're just... You're basically asking people to stop doing things that are going to make them money and profit their brand, ego, everything they need for the greater good. We need an IT guy. I bet it's the one percenters if you really boiled it down because where would you draw a line? Would you say it's a livable... What is it? A living livable wage? Yeah. That's where I think you would draw the line for people that get paid. To, for this argument, would you agree? Well, no, because I think people do things to try to get paid. There might not be a lot of people on social media that are raking in tons of money, but they're doing the things they do to try to get said money. Yeah. So you absolutely have to include them in this argument. What is the percentage of people that have, quote unquote, made it to the livable wage side? They're probably the verified accounts. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's what, top 2% maybe? Of users? Yeah. It's like everything else. It's just literally the rich get richer, the poor are just striving to get right break even. I think a bunch of the people that haven't made it stop trying to make money. Yeah, I want the rich people to understand it's not all about them. We make it about them, but it's their social media, and that's what it's for. That's what it's for. When I get that, we inevitably feed into it, which is ironic as hell, and it's it's the reason why if Barstool comes out with a cool hat or a hoodie. I, I would probably buy it, depending on what it is. And it's like I'm feeding the Indy juggernaut. Hoodie. Back. 50 oh, bucks. Hoosiers. Covered. Thank you, uh, Indianapolis Colts. IU Hoosiers did not. I made the smart bet there. No, it, that's literally marketing 101. We want people that we think other people like to show that they have interest in our products so other people will buy them. Yeah. I'm just saying I think there's a way to do it the honest way, but it would just be very hard. And like you said, an uphill battle. But I think it's a battle that... So is the other way dishonest or just annoying to you? Well, I said it's kind of annoying, but it's also just like, it's like you're selling out. Like, just be you. Like, how many people do you think take those fuck-ass videos and it's like they're the chipper, as soon as it's over, they're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, get me the fuck out of this place. Every single one of them. Exactly. Why can't we be different? Because people go to work to get paid. They right. don't go to work and be like, ah, oh, man, I, I bet a lot of people go to their then action. I go home and I'm like, I still love that job. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most people clock in, they put in eight hours, they don't love the eight hours, and they're like, I'm so glad that's over. You can still like it. 
And some people do love their jobs. Some people, yes. Yeah, some people. Yeah. But the vast majority do it because they have to. Yeah. That goes back to what we talked about, the American dream, in like the very first episode. I just, I think... I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Motherfucker. Stay woke. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a facade. I read an article. Is it? Actually, or this is morning. It the real thing? About some guy that started two billion dollar companies. They've already transitioned to a four week work week, but he says they basically just grind out those four days like they're just all high on cocaine for the eight hours during those four days to just make up. Like he equated it to like a Black Friday week, but the whole year. But they only work four days instead of five. Okay. Yeah, let's go to it. That's what I'm saying. Hello. Let's go to that. People are getting paid like $25 an hour to go to work at McDonald's. Let's, uh, I don't know, though. I think... Let's cut it back. If you told me I had to work like four 12s, like I'm, I'm that third day, like hour one into your shift... You're not working four 12s. You're not working four 12s. Yeah. Oh, but me, weirdly enough, getting me to work is probably the hardest aspect. Oh, yeah. But once I'm there, you could... Honestly, keep. I was thinking about it the other day, especially with the way my job is now and how it's set up. I would damn near just stay there for forty straight hours. If like, you, yeah, because you don't do grueling labor. That's what I'm saying. So like, hundred oh, percent. If there I agree, was like, that's a big factor. Like, too. if they took your phone away and you couldn't, I don't really know. But see, you're adding aspects that aren't true. Like, I can't have my phone. Well, no, you just told I would me have this my guy phone during the you, forty hours. The example you use is this guy grinds it out like he's on cocaine. For like okay, the so Black Friday saying, yeah. week, but I even then, like, if you gave me work, I would inevitably do work. I literally just don't have work to do. So instead of finding more work to do, sometimes I just get on my fucking phone and I'm like, I'll text right. back fucking who to do, or I'll ask you guys what a top three is, and I just get crickets. Hey, Travis's employer, he's just joking. He has work <laughs> to do the entire time. All I do is check emails and write them and type them and call people. It's insane. No, we. I was talking about this at work where it's like I think the concept of working like four days on would be appealing to start. But I think once I got into like day three, knowing I'm not even halfway there because I have two more 12s ahead of me, it would well, wait Says the thing. guy well, that goes in and works on work, the... You're not going to work more than 40 hours a week. So four 12s is 48 hours. Motherfucker. Right, but I, how you many... Work four 10s. But how many full-time employees work, now? But he's saying they work four eights. Oh, so that's wow. why they grind it out like that because they're yeah. not making up the other it's time. Just, yeah, it's just normal work days. They're losing eight hours, but oh. they're making it up by grinding it out. Yeah. I used to work and four tens. Yeah. yeah. I think you know most I mean? employers, if they were to ever move to that, there's no way they're, they might up the hours. And you're this, this is coming from the same guy. Well, that, they would up the hours during the day, but they would never exceed 40 hours because they yeah. have overhead that they have to look at. Exactly. They're not paying eight hours of overtime for everybody to make up for the one day. Like you're not going to pay time and a half when you could just pay the yeah. time. And you go in and work actively on a sixth day anyways as it stands right now. So why not just fucking do it and be done with it early? Idiot. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the opposite argument. Like if I had to space it out, can I work six days at five hours a day or can I work four days at, you know, whatever Get a part-time job. I don't care what you do. No, I'm so saying you're saying you would rather work. Seven four-hour like, days. Oh, no. Right? I'm you saying that, I mean? that for the short term, I would definitely try to work four tens. Yeah. But I think it would... I don't think it would just be as easy as everybody thinks it would be. Oh, like, I think, I think some of those days it. would be like, it is pretty long. Oh, yeah. Some of those days are long. But because, you would, Well, here's the you thing that made it, it long. Here's the thing, because I used to work four tens. The thing that made it long for me was when they had the eight hours, so there's, like, different shifts, different schedules, and you would see the eight-hour guys leave on, like, your Friday... And then knowing you still had two hours left, 
when yeah. I was in the freezer, those were the longest two hours. That is so. I would agree with that. That is with any job. But I if think everybody left at the same time. It's incredible. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. And I was just gonna say, yeah, my job. I would say ninety percent of the sales staff leaves right at six, and it's the most gratifying feeling because everybody's just fucking done. But there are a handful of people that work until fucking ten. I was gonna say you couldn't do that because of retail. Oh, I get that, and it was the same thing right. at the old job. Right. It was like I would watch you leave at five or five thirty, and it's like. Right. Okay, three more hours to go. Can't fucking wait. And that's why I was saying like 12 hours oh, yeah. because like most retailers, they're not going to close early because we're going four days. We're going to say, no, we're still open nine to eight. So you're going to put in 11 hours. Yeah. I just think you should look into it. But I also know people that work like three twelves on the weekend and you get paid for 40. Yeah. So you work 36, but you get paid for 40, but you got to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Every week. Which could be an insane trade-off because again... That rest and relaxation, that R and R. I mean, don't get me wrong. Go having days off during the week when everybody else is at work and everything's not busy. Going to see a movie by yourself, going to lunch by yourself, love it. The best. We still have to talk about that. It's weird. It's not it's weird. It's the best. Speaking of movies, sure, you go see movies by yourself. I have absolutely love yeah. it. You when love you were twelve, it? no, you got dropped off by your parents. I actually saw um, what was it? Would have been episode. The last Star Wars before the reboot started, so episode three. Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Uh, I saw that by myself, only because I fell asleep at the midnight showing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I went back the next day. No, I've seen I've seen a handful of movies by myself. I used to go to movies by myself when I worked thirds every Monday. There's just no way, man. It was my day off. I just assumed people would look at me and think I'm about to put my dick in the popcorn and just, like, whack my pud. Buddy, I would go at, like, 1030 at, the like, the earliest showing. It's weird to me that they're open that early. It is, but they I would, would still be, and you would get the freshest popcorn because dude, they just make it. If I saw a movie at ten thirty, I would still come out of that movie at one, thinking like, it's like midnight, <laughs> one a.m. Like I would still be in that movie nah, days dude, that where sun I'm just like, your eyes and you're just like, Oof, man, you're getting right. out at one. That's a long movie. That's two and a half hours. I guarantee that's when you get out of that movie at ten thirty. Now, movie starts at eleven to one. I mean, yeah, I mean, you get half hour previews. You know, yeah, you throw those in buddy. There. I call it. Which speaking of, and then you got to stay for the ending credits because it's usually a Marvel movie. So Post credits. Venom's gonna be in the multiverse. I can't wait. Spoiler alert. Uh, next topic. Great segue. Great bridgeway. Great branchway. Go ahead. You can read it. So, <laughs> second category tonight. Uh, we're gonna talk about if we could change any movie ending. I'll start if you guys want. Yeah, you seem pretty geek, so go ahead. This one was the first one that came to my head, and I don't know why it instantly did, but I would let the boys at Coach Carter get that W at the end, and they beat fucking what's his nuts, um, Tyrone or spoiler alert. I'm the Ty only. Crane, I'm the dude. only Ty Crane. <laughs> Ty Crane, dude. LeBron James. I'm I love only. movies where they lose. Friday Night Lights. Give it to me. Right in the feels. Coach Carter. Yeah. No. I want Timo to come down there and just hit this wet three at the buzzer and he just ends it and does some gang sign and damn near just shoots Ty Crane after the game. Nah. That's Junior a sick battle. alternate. I feel like that would take away from some of the message of Junior Carter. battle. Oh, yeah. What? I said, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've seen that from beginning to end, but I... You're I nuts. I would imagine that takes away from the message of Coach Carter if one of his players just shoots somebody. I mean, Timo yeah. Cruz, he shoots... No, he has a gun a lot in the movie, but he never shoots anybody. Because his cousin, his cousin does a drug dealer. Yeah, but then his and cousin he gets killed. Yeah, and then Timo Cruz comes back crying, and he has and to then do. That's why he says the best twenty five hundred push ups, monologue, one thousand suicides. Yeah. It's in my bathroom. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate; it's that we are powerful beyond measure. 
Yeah. And then that it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens <laughs> us. That's all I remember from like heart. Yeah. But yeah, I would change that in a heartbeat. That's also based off a true story. So like you'd have to go back and change history. Oh, I would just put almost a true story at the beginning. What do they say? This based is based off, off a true story. Yeah. Yeah. story. Kind of based. Dracula Untold, based off a true story. Based off a true story. <laughs> There's yeah. two characters in it. Now you just have free will to do whatever yeah, you give want. Give them that trophy. Show me like the the post credit, like the uh, Karate Kid part two where they're in the parking lot and he's getting his ass beat and he like tries to beat up Mr. Miyagi. But Ty Crane's just out there losing it. He doesn't go number one anymore. Junior battle all of a sudden takes the spot. Like, give me that. <clears throat> what could have been? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Your turn. Follow that up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to your credit, before we started the pod, you were just like, oh, you know, when we start talking about it, you'll think of some stuff. And as you were saying that, I was thinking of something. However, I think that I'm going to go with my number one choice. And I think I'm going to change the ending of Titanic. The boat's still going to go down. But I want Jack just to rip Get on her that off. fucking door. <laughs> yes. No, that door is huge. It is ridiculous. I have a shirt literally that says there was enough room on the goddamn door, Jack. Or on Rose. Like, just get There's him up there. There's enough room, but the buoyancy, the door would sink with two people on it. I've had this That's argument with somebody. That's why he didn't get on it. Because he tried to get on it, and then the door was sinking. We are buoyant as people. And if you watch, he tried maybe once. It was kind of like the... Because it oh, started no. sinking. I can't get on. Like, you have it, sweetie. I so love you. So here's the thing. You would have the door in the water submerged maybe six inches. Love they it. They both die. Fight or flight, baby. I mean, she's I'm she's gonna, getting off. I'm going to give it the college try, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get on and make sure this thing doesn't I'm gonna, float. I'm going to sit on and top of her. Like, I'm going to 69er. I'm going to move my body weight. So you mean to tell me I'm gonna all the tables, it. chairs, boards, everything that's in there, only one door made it, no tables? Does the propeller float? Those don't float, right? Those are pretty no, big. No, I've to your point, it makes sense. Yes, yeah. like that. The ending is changing. Jack's finding something to yeah. get on. Period. Yeah. What if? What else would you change about the Titanic? I mean, the, saying that it wouldn't go down is too obvious. So I love that it just still goes down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would change that. No, she keeps they, the necklace. It just cashes out. That too. It just, just becomes, becomes an absolute bitch. Degenerate gambler just puts it all on black, loses it. No, it would be something better where like they somehow dodge the. The big old iceberg, and it's like this whew, moment where, like, man, close to that. Russian submarine. And then just torpedo. <laughs> right, something <laughs> random happens, and the boat still gets down. You're like, yes, we dodged it. Oh, my God, there's another one. <laughs> Jesus. Get, get out of the way, too. a little uh, left turn here. Uh, one down a little conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Titanic was not the Titanic. The dude who built the Titanic had an identical ship. That he had insurance on called like the Octavia or something like that. So, Sweet doppelge- doppelge- so they're saying that the Titanic was the Octavia and then he knew it was going to go down. So he took out a huge insurance on it. And which, then when it went down, he just collected his money and then he still had his Titanic. Which one had the heart of the ocean on it? None of them. That's made up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> which Based one, on a true story. Yeah, which one had Jack's drawings in a safe? Naked Rose. So <laughs> Wearing said heart. N- not a big conspiracy guy. Yes, you are. I last you week I said I don't think things. the books are real for the presidency. I guess that was stupid. But go ahead. But like again, because that was the big thing about the Titanic back in the day that it was this monumentally oh, yeah. big thing. So, so this, stay afloat to the first so four compartments. Guy has freaks, but two not five. of them. Yeah. Nobody else knows that. Yeah. Like so, where are you storing that in that submarine. day and age? I'd have to look back in. That it. was a submarine, but the first one went down. 
I'd have to look back into it. But a yeah. terrible submarine <laughs> in one job. Those are saying. You're drag racing in a Prius. I don't win a lot. I don't win a lot. Yeah. And they're also saying like he was supposed to be on the ship, but he knew it, so he wasn't on the ship. Jack. No. Oh, dude, that would be <laughs> Leo? Leo wasn't on the <laughs> ship? Dr. Octavius, or Octavian, whatever it was called. You're nailing it. Yeah. I mean, where do you put a boat that big? Exactly. You just have a sheet over it. It's a weather experiment. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they remade it. Doc. So he was like, oh, this is, you know, Titanic 2. We just built it so fast. And everybody's so, like, all right, so yeah, weird. that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I couldn't help but notice over there the, the T, the I, the T, A, and... N-I-C or scratched out. I couldn't spell Titanic there for a second. <laughs> and they write something else. It's like that movie Contact where they build that ginormous thing that travels through time. or like Is that Jodie Foster? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Nice. So like they build that huge machine, but then like Jake Busey blows it up. But then the billionaire that's dying is like, actually, built another I one. Built another I have one another over one. here in Indonesia. I got Dorothy 2 like, over what? here ready to throw into that fucking tornado. Let's ride. All right, yeah. B. Yeah. All right. So that was a good one. I honestly, that one went right over my head because I have another one too that's should hopefully pull we'll save it for another pile. Pulled a lot of uh, hearts. What's that saying? Pulled a lot of strings of hearts. Heart strings. Heart strings. <laughs> heart throbs. Dead watchers. <laughs> ah, man, you guys are pretty good. It was just like the first one that came to my mind for some reason, only because I think it would have changed everything if <laughs> when Stacy didn't die. And I and the Amazing Spider-Man too. So Andrew Garfield would have stayed in it. What if a sad stayed. moment! You're just like, oh, he's got her. Like slow mo action, everything. Webs just <laughs> grabs her just in time to fucking bash her neck off the cement. But didn't oh. um, it's like the CEO of Sony, like he hated Andrew Garfield. Show up to a party well, late or something. He didn't, he didn't go to, to a he party. Didn't, yeah, he didn't go to the party. <laughs> yeah. So Idiot. did he not go because of that ending? I don't know. Okay. You never know. I'd like I'm to think saying. it was. Yeah. Almost a true story. <laughs> Taking a stand. Fight yeah. the people. <laughs> yeah. Based off sort of a true story about Andrew Garfield. Almost going to a party. Not going. All right, then let me and ask you this. Thanos it, gets the glove. He snaps it. Just does it again. <laughs> Watch out everybody. Watch this, Andrew. So, I mean, in, that, in this scenario, there's no Tom Holland. Are you okay with that? Ooh. That's tough. That is tough. Give me Toby again. Just uh, run it back. I mean, you can bring Tom Holland Give me back. Spider-Man 3, Toby. Because we're going to go into the multiverse anyways, baby. <laughs> yeah. Give me Spider-Man 3. Honestly, emo Toby. <laughs> dancing Toby. Obviously, there's a multiverse where yeah. you know Andrew Garfield's still alive, baby. Yeah, it's fine. So my other one that I was thinking of that would really, I think, make for a better movie. That's perfect. There's more in there. Oktoberfest. Right there. Yep. Top right. Mm-hmm. Nope. Cold. Warm. Scolding on fire. Uh, so here we are. Uh, Keanu Reeves, degenerate gambler, coaching coaching a little. It's not that hurt. Uh, coaching a little league uh, baseball team. How about we just not kill fucking G baby, and just kill somebody else? Like kill Keanu's shit friend. Kill fucking. It's on the fridge door. You just kill. Keanu doesn't cover and he gets murdered. <laughs> yeah. Keanu doesn't have the Bulls cover. Uh, they actually just kill him. His shitty friend becomes the coach. They all just spiral out of control. Nobody has control of anything. Just Cucamongas go down. No Cucumbas. We are not going to the ship, boys. Ricky doesn't We're get shot in the back, goes to USC, becomes goaded. Yeah. I mean, so many opportunities here. But yeah, G-Baby dying, like, I think arguably is top five, one of the weirdest 
Like oh my put, god, that person just died moments. You put this in the movie and like that's really real. Like he's not just like hospital, like next scene's gonna be him with just bandages all over. No, you're just straight up dead. You're one eight seven. Little Saints. Omarion <laughs> doesn't have anybody dancing. So that goes into my next one. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Because well, actually, I, I think we're just going to replace this with the top three segment of this week. Why? Because like, we're just going around naming three. That would make sense. All <laughs> right. right. That was so two. Man, my number one better be really good. Obviously. Ooh, I got to think of more now. <laughs> um, so this is just more, more of a scene, even though I do think it would change the movie. So... I think at halftime of the final game in Varsity Blues. Halftime of the Bird The Bowl? district championship. The Mud Dogs? Yeah, where uh, running yeah. back's knees all jacked up. Mm-hmm. And coach wants to stick him with the needle, and Vanderbeek is like, if you do that, I'll kick your ass and all this stuff. Vanderbeek brings over two. <laughs> no, I just want him to just look Vanderbeek dead in the eye and just stick that needle right in his knee just to call his bluff out, oh. just to see what he does. How about that? Vanderbeek. Running back plays the second half. They dominate. Vander bitch. He gets his district title. See you later, Dawson. <laughs> Pussy, go back to your creek. Tweeter loses his mind. Crick. Tweeter. Tweeter's the best part of that whole movie. He, in this day and age, could not exist because he'd be canceled for literally everything he does in that movie. The movie would get canceled. Eh, not the football part. <laughs> it's Concussion City. It's good football. Hard hitting. <laughs> you love to see it. It's grit That's and grind. Weird. I mean, Tweeter would be your favorite part. <laughs> he is Tim Riggins. Just Tweeter. What would Tweeter do? WWTD. Exactly. So did he, what do they say? Like he walked so. Tim r- Riggins could run. So Riggins yeah. could run. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because it was either, I was that that I was thinking of or it was. Fuck, there's somebody else. I was literally just thinking of it. Like he had to do it so Riggins could be the man. Yeah, but only watching that show like from beginning to end one time, which obviously is enough for a lot of people to grasp what's going on. Riggins is awesome. But no, he had like a shred of decency to him. Like you can't always count on him, but I feel like in a pinch he was going to be there for you to do the right thing. Arguably one of the best men I've ever known. What was that? Arguably one of the best men I've ever known. Oh, okay. You don't know him. At all. He doesn't exist. He's a fictional character. <laughs> fictional But my character. point is, I don't think Tweeter has that in him. I think Tweeter you cannot rely on for anything. And he's probably time. always going to uh, make the You point. rely on him going one-on-one when you put four water shooters over here. He's going to win that battle every time. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's Tweeter. That's twi- he thrives for that. Tweeter ran or walked so Wes Welker could run. <laughs> 100%. That's why he's there. Um... No, but I agree with that. That's that's a good one too. Um, Dut, what's your next one? I have one. If you don't, it's I just don't, it's just not my top one. So, I would say that Chris Brown doesn't get shot and killed and stomp the yard, Oof. and he goes to college instead of his fucking brother, who is probably the better actor, and he just has that incredible dance battle. But could you imagine Chris Brown right there? Oh my God! Chris Dan- Brown said he wanted to go to college just so he had the girls do his homework for him, and I love that about him. Yeah, you just can't hate Chris Brown. Guy's a straight up shooter. He doesn't do anything wrong. I think he was it leading up to that movie. He was still a good boy. Yeah. Now he's a bad boy. Yeah. And then he got good again. Yeah, he just got tatted the hell up, had a kid, made a song with Lil Dicky, and now everything's fine. He's had some stuff happen. He's Almost no tw- he's no tweeter. <laughs> based off sort of a true story. Yeah, but now she's a billionaire. 
Think she's a billionaire if that doesn't happen to her? It's like it's the Kim Kardashian. It's like that had, had to happen. Had the sex tape. Yeah, had, had, had to have the sex, sex tape. tape. I don't even know which one you're talking about. In this case, problem. the sex tape means getting beat in the face. <laughs> but <laughs> not back, by the way. Yeah. Not back. Do not condone. One eight hundred. Don't do that. Please and thank you. What would be the next movie? I would change probably every. Oh. There'd be like. I'd probably change the every ending of every like big Netflix movie that came out that I was sorely disappointed in. You mean like the ones that should have went straight to VHS, but somehow went to Netflix and everybody watches them and thinks they're awesome? No. Can like, we say Netflix I mean, and VHS in the same sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. I mean, Extraction was great until the ending. Triple Frontier, great until the ending. Oh, isn't that the one where Athlete got smoked? Oh, yeah. Love that. All the money in the walls and shit, and they got too greedy. Idiots. Yeah. Always about money. You hate to see it. I just thought of another one. Forrest Gump. What would you change about that? What do you want to change about Forrest uh, Gump? Maybe our fucking homegirl Jenny not giving Forrest herpes. How about that? Or Did the she give him herpes? I don't think she gave or him she herpes. Gave him a different thing with starts with the letter H. Jenny had AIDS. Full blown AIDS. <laughs> he said H. You said H-I-V. he was going to say HIV, HIV, and it was full blown AIDS. She had full blown AIDS. Yeah, so I would change. Forrest, albeit is a special boy, doesn't fall in love with the town hussy and doesn't just become infatuated with her and follows her around like fucking... Well, now so you're not you're changing not the ending. So you're changing the movie. So you're just not going to make would it smart. Ne- which would inevitably change the ending. Would it? What's the ending again? Yeah, I mean, he has yes. Haley Joe Osment. He has an AIDS baby. Oh, man. Yeah, if, if you say she doesn't, he doesn't fall in love with Jenny, then the whole movie's different. Like you're just writing Probably better. Well, we may not dispute that. He might not run as much. But he doesn't run at all. Probably still playing ping pong. She's the one who tells him to run. Lieutenant Dane, I. He probably dies in Vietnam. No, he got Bubba. Because she told him to run. Forrest, I'm gonna sit like this, and you sit like that. He ran out of our heads out the mud. He ran out of the napalm. Yeah. And then came back when it was all done blowing up. Anyways, she saved his life multiple times by playing a guitar naked. By, by telling him to run, that was what the whole point of the movie was. Yes. He yes. says it multiple times. So I did what Jenny told me to do, and I ran. I guess that sort of checks. For out. a while. Yeah. Sort of based Sorry off. Sorry to ruin your Black Panther <laughs> party. Sorry to ruin your Black Panther party. All right. So um, uh, my last one, I guess this would be my number one. Um, sweaty. Because at the time, for being like an action movie, I was really upset about it, but... I would find a way for... Home Alone? No. For John Connor not to have to lower Arnold Schwarzenegger into the pit in Terminator 2. Like, you have to find a way to keep him alive. I was so bummed out. Never understood the hype of those movies. Of course you don't. You're stupid. You're so stupid. Thank you. (laughs) Judgment Day. (laughs) Exactly. You're getting smoked off the rip, dude. You're not even part of the resistance. (laughs) Yeah. I guarantee I'm alive because I'm a smooth talker. To a robot? You can smooth talk a As robot? As this pod has proven Hello. over the last six episodes. Robot. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, my man? But um, yeah, they got to find a way to get whatever that chip was that was in his head out without having to just fucking just incinerate him. Probably a i3, i5 Intel, in, Intercore, Intel Core processor. Yeah, you're a smooth talker, man. That's you're nailing it, bud. It's robot talk. You wouldn't get it. You're dead. <laughs> you're so dead. Anyways. Uh, okay, so move into our hot take of the week, which I subsequently 
sort of agree with Skur on, so I'll let you take this one as well. Go ahead and read it aloud to the class. Well, you said you were going to riff off of it, so I didn't know like what we're doing. We should probably start with yours, so then I can riff and branch. Well, that's not my hot take. Branch riff. Okay. Anyway, so we were talking a show... Uh, this hot take came about because we got here early and <laughs> Travis was knee deep on the couch and some tears and decided to play the most depressing music possible. And we started talking about how music obviously plays a huge role in movies and music. And one of the songs he liked was uh, Florence and the Machines. From How I Met Your Mother. Right. Uh, when Robin Trabowski has to move out of the apartment because Ted is too in love with her. Yes. And it pains him. Season 7, episode 23. And Marshmallow respectfully asks Robin to uh, boogie. Yeah. So my take was just re-watching the show because I did. That was, I think, one of the last shows that I watched that was on like regular network television live. Like yeah. every, it was on Tuesday nights? Monday or Tuesday? I think it, was it was a weekday. Anyways, dude. But Ted Mosby sucks. Ted Mosby does not suck. So there's my hot take. <laughs> Uh, Skur is actually in love with Ross Geller of Friends. Not in love with. Chandler's the best character on Friends. Chandler Bong. <laughs> Goated. So, uh, yes, you turned this into a Ross versus Ted when my take was just Ted sucks. Like, they can both be... Sucky. ...individual. Ted Mosby's an architect. Okay. Ross plays with dinosaurs, which I guess is kind of cool. Did Ted ever get anything done? He... Almost they built, built a GMB building. Yeah. Youngest architect to ever build a skyscraper in New York. Did he? Didn't he yeah. sell out or something with that I one? I mean, it went through a lot of changes. A lot. Yeah, well, because it was going to get built by those dinosaur people. Weird tie-in. Cause, yeah. yeah. Dinosaurs, because of Ross. So, what is he? It's paleontologist. Paleontologist, yeah. But no, Ross is literally a serial. Ross was... <laughs> Ross walked so Joel Goldberg could run. Because Ross is a creeper and a stalker of Rachel. Ted just actually fell in love with Robin right out of the riff. And it was just hopeless romantic love. I can fucking relate to that. Except when they first hooked up, he had a girlfriend in Germany. Yep. And he didn't break up with her, but he told Robin that he did break up When they up first hooked up, technically, was the very first episode. They kissed. That's hooking up. All right. All right. Hooking up is anything... Physical. Yeah, he stole a French horn and plays it outside of her apartment. What color was it? Blue. Nice. And then he got her whole orchestra. I don't know. It's getting yeah. kind of goaded now. Yeah, see? The dude gets romance. But the difference is... Ross does not. Like Ross just you, yells a lot. You just jump off the deep end the second you meet somebody. Where he's just I like, oh, hey, I, I think this thing is here. End? Here's this French horn that I'm going to go steal from a restaurant and play What Do You Know Her for all of like 20 minutes. Because she mentioned it one time, and he's like, "This is how I'm gonna get her." Be different. You could be the, you could be the hundredth person to be like, "Let's go get dinner, and then let's go home, and then we're done." What a night! I can steal you a blue French horn. I mean, he stole her the blue French horn after they went out on a date. You know what I mean? Because that's what the whole thing was. He did it. Right. Like, well, he, yeah, he met her one time. Yeah. They had their their date, and then he was like, she, "Wasn't she not feeling it?" And no. Then he now was I like, will admit where I would step in and completely correlate with it is he then goes back to basically you guys and we would be talking at the bar and I explain the entire night to you so I can then overthink the living fuck out of it. You guys proceed to tell me that I should have kissed her 17 different ways from Sunday. My dumbass hopeless romantic mind is like, let's just go back. <laughs> like the night's not over. It's only 2 a.m. Let's just go get a blue. Oh, you're talking about the revisit. Yeah. The revisit. Yeah. So he goes back again again. Yeah. But that's my point. That's where. Yeah, but then he throws up on her 
welcome mat and then runs away. Yeah, love it. I could see that. Because he gets too hammered. <laughs> Oopsies. But yeah, so in that case. The re-return, that's what it's called. The yeah, head's in the right spot. What he did, though, you got to wait. You got to sit on it. Ross, on the other hand, he literally just bitches at Rachel and just yells at her. And then again, stalks her and tries to make sure she dates nobody. Ted's pretty, uh, what do you want to say? He's still a pretty good friend. Told Shabbat's. Didn't, wasn't he like, not necessarily like sabotaging the relationship, but like, wasn't he like still pretty much rooting for Barney and Rachel, or Barney and Rachel, two shows mixing up together. <laughs> two shows. Barney and Robin cup. like to not work out. And that's supposed to be like one of his best friends. You're the one that just rewatched it, man. I you mean, tell me. They play the show out for that. But if you just look at it from Robin's eyes or Barney's eyes, he did everything to make that happen. Yeah. He took Robin to the top of the GMB building so she could stop Barney from yeah. proposing to Patrice. Yeah. Patrice. He was the one that gave Barney the locket that he went yeah. all of the way to find. Yep. And he could have given it to Robin if he was a piece of junk. But, but he didn't. He didn't. He gave it to Barney to give to her. And he lied Teddy's, about it. And he Teddy's knew goated. that Robin was like, actually, you're lying because I know you. You did you it. You were it. selfless. Like, yeah. shocker, you're a great guy per usual. And then he's Ross moving isn't. to Chicago so he can get out of their lives so he doesn't ruin yeah. their marriage, newly formed marriage. Yeah. yeah. He's self-deprecating. Then Ross he is the bass player. Yeah. Then she dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so when we do, uh, we're going to change anything to any show. Spoiler, this will be a right at the top for me. What? How I Met Your Mother. She doesn't die. She lives. Uh, no, I kind of like that she dies because literally Dutch alluded to it. The whole show. Then just get with Robin. It's what happens, dumbass. Have you not? Yeah, but then it's don't throw the mother, mother in. The, not, right. Not how I ended up betting your Aunt Robin. Uh, you're telling me a show throws me a plot twist. And in the name, double plot twist, inception plot twist, I will take it. No. It's not a plot right twist. Out of the, <laughs> it's just right lazy. Right out of the gate. Or is it excellent writing? No. It's I will annoying. change the ending to that 70s show. I hated the way that ended. I've honestly never watched it start. I think it does, It's just uh, weird. Eric comes back from Africa. Are they just they stoned count per down usual? The Afri- no. They, come, they count down the, like the new year or whatever because he comes back New Year's Day at night. 10 seconds before the ball drops. Him and Donna just lay on the hood of the Vista Cruiser, and then it just ends. Yeah, because Topher leaves the show for several seasons. I don't understand the show from the beginning because I've yet to see our episode. It's about high school kids into the 70s. Hell yeah. Boom. It's dazed and confused, but if you just had. Talk about a great movie. I wouldn't change a thing about it. They have more fun in one day than I've had in weeks. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you said sure. like a year, then I'd have been like, all right, that's a lot of fun. But he was like, oh, more fun in a night than I've had in Well, I was going to say my entire life, but that sounds like kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> I was like, I can't say that. What uh, sounds more believable? Weeks. Yeah. But probably not like the greatest one day or like most things that happen in one day movie, though. Project X. No, that's just a night and it's that's ridiculous. Hot bitches wear something tight. Ugly bitches stay home. Miles Teller shows up as Miles Teller's goaded. Love it. <laughs> My tell, what's cracking, bro? <laughs> then what's your movie that's the most epic? Th- super bad? Are you going to pick Super bad? It's got to be Super bad. No. You hate Super bad. But it's Super bad. That's sun up to sun down, baby. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, that checks out. And now we're going to go ahead and end this week's episode. Be Ferris Bueller sucks. What? Hot okay. take. 
That's next week's hot take. Boom. Insert it. Yeah. Because it's terrible. Yeah, okay. We'll litigate that. I'm not going to say anything now. But he's the sausage <laughs> king of New York. Or sausage king of Chicago. Get with it. I, I refuse. Thank you. Okay. For coming to my talk. Well, there you have it, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen. Episode six, most likely. Seven? Seven question mark. Who knows? But we almost have a full season. Depending on what you watch. How you watch it. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of things you'll want to change it. <laughs> Subscribe. Thank Smash you. that like button. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Going there. Closing, Closing time. time. <laughs>